Let me tell you how it goes. The game being fake since I seen cake on my birthday when I was three years old. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Cal, and I am here with my co-host, JL. And this is The Inconvenient Truth, the podcast and social platform to discuss all the things that, frankly, you just can't deny. So, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so on today's episode, we're going to be talking about unplanned pregnancy. But before we get into that, let's start with our culture. She wanted to do that so bad. She did. She wanted to do that so bad. Culture, culture. You get it out? (laughs) All right. So our first culture caption is actually going to be about staying on code, which our boy, um, that's in quotation, that's in the quotation marks, (laughs) had a a hard time doing when it came to our good sis, Gabrielle Union. A very, very, very strong black woman who has spoke about her own experiences and in, in very, in a very vulnerable fashion on many occasions. And so and she's commended for that. So let's just kind of get into uh, his situation and kind of like what had started all of this. Right. Um, a couple years ago, Terry Crews had come out and said that he was sexually assaulted by a man named Adam Bennett, um, who happened to be the head of motion, the motion picture department at William Morris Endeavor. Right. Um, <clears throat> so when he came out with this. Right. He also said that mm-hmm. he was shocked right. by all of the black women that had his support. Right, and that he, he also back. thanked them as well. Yes. He um, thanked them. It was uh, Gabrielle Union, hold Regina on, King. Let me, I will actually yeah, bring pull up the tweet. Yeah, yeah people are going to pull up the tweet. We come with receipts, bro. I know it's going to be a little rough for you, but we come with receipts. <laughs> he said, I will never forget how Shonda Rhimes, Tarana Burke, sorry if I'm mispronouncing anybody's name, um, it's Gabrielle Yu, Journey Smollett, uh, The Real Taraji, Anika Noni Rose, uh, Parisha FH, um, Aurora per- Perino, uh, Nia Long, and uh, Nina Shaw, and countless other black women supported me from day one. You are truly my sisters. Thank you again. He said, I will never forget. <laughs> and he you clearly lied, bro. forgot. You lied, bro. <laughs> so I just want to point out that he said he was shocked by all of the support from black women. Whereas black men did what? Black men basically told you that because you have muscles, you couldn't get sexually assaulted. Yo, they trashed him. They they called like, you everything. I in remember DL Hughley. Like <laughs> And and like, by the way, rashing this man. Sidebar, um, I was very disappointed in you, D.L. Hughley. Um, I have agreed with a lot of things you said. I I mean, you stood up for women. You stood up in the face of racism and sexism. So when I saw this, I was very disappointed in your reaction to Terry Crews. I mean, I understand you were trying to make a joke, but at the same time, bro, that that won't it. But anyway, continue. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I was totally disappointed by a lot of men. It was like, you wanted him to just beat up the dude. And I'm just like, that's not necessarily how real life works. Right, and you like, got there also... are consequences to exactly. actions. So it's because like... Because I think you guys were approaching the perspective of, well, he's got muscles or he's strong or he's big. But it's because you, you thought that he was intimidated by this man. This man did this to him and he wasn't intimidated. He was, he was 
he or rather he was intimidated by this man. He was intimidated by the fact that if he reacted how one of us would on the street, he could lose more than just an agent or a connection in the business. He could mm-hmm. lose his career, career and because he's a black man, it would be taken to the the highest of the highest heights it could be taken to in terms of repercussions. Yes. And I think that black men were ironically <laughs> I, I no, ironically insensitive to that knowing that we don't get the benefit of the doubt in any way shape or form in this country on any platform. But yes. we digress. So back Yikes to what you're saying. So that was his situation. Fast forward to, Boom. I would like to say, maybe December, November, December-ish. Right. It was reported that Gabrielle Union, you know, had a departure or she was fired from America's Got Talent. Right. Over racially charged situations. Um, for example, there was an article in Variety that mentions that... Uh, America's Got Talent. Too black. America's Got Talent allegedly said that uh, Gabby's hairstyles were too black for audiences. I say that shit with quotation marks. Too black. That sounds like (laughs) urban meaning nigga with the hard R. You know what I'm talking about. Tyler Creator touched on that at the Grammys. Y'all know what I'm getting at. But anyway, continue. Because fuck all that bullshit. Too black. Ain't no Uh, such thing. And then there was a Jay Leno joke that was uh, insensitive towards, um, I believe, Asian population. Um, Don't quote me on that. I can you do you mind pulling that up real quick? I'm sorry. Uh, Jay um, Leno. Yeah, the Jay Leno joke, and also that she was labeled as difficult to work with because she spoke out against these racial and maybe sexist uh, things that were going on. Um, in response to that, our guy uh, Terry Crews. Went on. Do you remember what? Uh, uh, what platform was this? He goes on. Um, what, what what platform was ABC? This? I think it was ABC, MSNBC, one of those. Um, one of these platforms he was on. I'm I'm pulling it up now. That's my phone, guys. Don't mind me. Um, but anyway, I'm pulling it up. I believe. Yeah, he was on... Hold on. Yeah, MSNBC. Okay, so he was on, on MSNBC. MSNBC. Mm-hmm. So he was on MSNBC, and now me and J.O. had this conversation off air. And I look back on it. It got heated. It, 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 got, <laughs> it got heated. She got a little hot. I, I, I remained calm because I, I was trying to remain objective. And I got hot because I'm over... She's over it. Our I'm not lack wrong. Of... She's not, I mean, she's not wrong being backed up right I, I and in particular by black men absolutely I, I like I said I totally agree I'm only posing this perspective because I think it's important to look at things from as many angles as possible on re-evaluating his response um, in that interview he basically what he was trying to say but he didn't do a good job of doing was that in his experience right this is one interpretation of what he said is that in his experience, he did not see any racism. And because Gabrielle Union did not speak out on anything specific due to the fact that she was she was currently going through a legal court situation where she couldn't speak, he thought it would be best not to speak 
in either and fashion. And yet he spoke. No, 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 no. Specifically, this, I'm talking about this, the one per- yet, um, perspective or, or interpretation. His wife said, hey, don't say nothing. Right. And he didn't. And, he and hold on. Hold on. Saying something. He didn't say anything about the case. He spoke on his experience. That is one perception. He's, he's talking about it. Period. But he's which, only speaking which, about his experience, which, not about what he believes happened okay, in that ahead. case. Go ahead. That was the one perception of the, or rather perspective that I was offering in our off-air discussion about this situation. Now, do I think he should have stayed on message? Go my ahead, perspective. Go ahead, Jay. My perspective of what he said mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. my experience is this, therefore your experience didn't happen. That's what I got from That's it. That's what she felt. That's, listen, you can always defend your experience. Experience, fine. You can defend your experience right. without throwing hers right. under the bus. I agree. I just kind of feel like he went out of his way to prove how diverse it was, to prove how non-racist it was, right? to prove that Yo, these things didn't right. happen. Right. And I'm just like, hey. yo, that's so yikes to me because it could have literally, like, yo, all it had to be was, in my experience, that didn't happen. But, yo, I hope that didn't, and I also hope that that didn't happen for my sis, but Absolutely. I don't know. I agree. Like I said, I was, I was posing a different perspective because we're going to get into it in our second culture caption as I made a parallel, but we'll get into that. Yikes. But- Anyway, um, I totally agree. I, I think that, for one, he should have absolutely s- just stuck to being unified, especially since this person did this for you. Now, I also brought this up as well because, like I said, I was trying to view this from all sides. When Gabrielle Union spoke up for him and so those other black women, they weren't directly connected to this agent. And I think that was important to bring up because in this situation, not that it validates what he did, but it shows what his perspective was the same way. But I would also like to point out that after he said these things, right. Um, America's got talents. Twitter came Mm -hmm. out and said that anything that he said did not reflect how they felt like it, it had zero reflection. Also, also very, very important to add. I was just saying that I wanted to provide context the same way T.I. tried to provide context when he went into jail for his gun charges because he went on, what was it, a Larry King? Basically, hold on. He All I'm saying is that he went on Larry King, explained that he was in a bad mental space when he bought the guns. He wasn't making excuses, but just that he was in a bad mental space and he explained why. Sounds I, like an excuse. No, it wasn't. Because he said he took full responsibility for it. All I'm saying is the parallel here with, with Terry Crews. All I'm Cruz, saying, if you're taking full responsibility, do I need an explanation from you? You do. You no. do. You do. Yo, I take full responsibility for my actions. Boom, boom, boom. That's it. Right. But I also want you to understand my understand where I'm coming from. Yikes. That that does, I, you, I deserve that. I deserve to be understood. Period. I deserve to be understood. Yikes. That's Go real. Go ahead. But... The parallel I'm drawing is just that I think that we do need to look at everybody's perspective because in the parallel there, I was just illustrating the fact that when Gabrielle Union and all these black women um, stuck their neck out for him, or rather they spoke on his behalf, I we don't know that any of them were tied to this agent. I'm not saying they weren't because they could have, and that would only further make him in the wrong, but we also had to look at the fact that he then, was tied to this show through employment, so I could also see why he may 
not speak out out of fear. Do I think it was right? No. But do I understand that that was a possible threat that he backed down from? Yes. How hard did I just roll my eyes? She did roll him hard. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to hold you. And also, after that, like, you continue, not only do you um, say what you said about, you know, the show and how you felt about, how you felt about the show, but then you dig in and say, I only, I'm only here to please my wife. That is insane to me. Like, what are you, who, how dare you? Like, how dare you disrespect black women like that? Like, my guy. That's where it got wild. I'm sorry, but Terry Crews, like, I was, and I'm not even going to say I was on your side, but I was trying to, I was, I not even, no, not save you, but I was trying to give you an opportunity to be human. But when you doubled down like that and you made it about how you're only here to satisfy your wife and you're not even here to satisfy your daughter or your aunts or your any female, you made it very difficult for you. And you also embodied some of the very quote unquote toxic because I'm kind of over that word, but the very venomous and very vile behavior of patriarchy that you experienced yourself when you came out, you kind of exhibited that. Um, yes. In your very, like, in your very doubling down on your statements. And like, then, and this is the same kind of behavior and, that was thrown at you. When and you then the apology talked about your own. And song. then after, like, so after, after you say these things and then you come out and apologize, it makes it feel very insincere. Right. You didn't, it wasn't as if you even, it, 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 I, I will say if you, if you wanted to really appear sincere, you should have had an open dialogue with someone who was an expert on the subject and said, okay, I didn't see it from that perspective. You should have had a dialogue where it could have been a learning experience. But to uh, just to initiate those tweets, I mean, did you say sorry? Initiate yeah. the tweets, but double down, triple down, quadruple down on, on the tweet. Right. And then after after the first episode aired. Right. Right. That's when you want to turn around and apologize. It was, it was a rough situation. It, it was bad. It was a rough situation. It was bad. My main takeaway from this is, once again... Black women left out in the cold. Oh, well, I thought it was stay on code. No. Oh, we do as black women. No, stay on no, code. no, no. I'm talking about as a whole. That's the, uh, because, I so, mean, so for y'all that don't know, it would, it would now, be nice for everyone to stay right. on code. However, my, again, my main takeaway from this is that once again, black women out here on the front lines supporting. Mm-hmm. And then when it's, you know, when the situations are reversed, it's just like, I do want to pose this question. Yikes. Um, Where you at? I do want to pose this question um, just because it's never, I don't, I don't know if anybody does it, but do we ever take time to ask whether or not when black women do often put themselves out for us, are they at any immediate risk in the same fashion he was? I don't know. I'm not saying, I don't know. and I'm not, hold and on, I, and, and I just want to and, put that out there for the listeners. I'm not saying that to invalidate or validate any of the wrongdoing. I'm just asking that and who, because. But that's, I, but that's something I feel like we would have to research, which right, we aren't I, doing, we, that's not happening right, right now. Right, we're not going to do that However, now. I just wanted to put that I out there. I just kind of feel like, yo, I rain, to, sleet, snow, whatever. To, the reason I wanted to put that out there is because Black once women again, always, always, always well, frontlining. And then right. never and I ever... totally I totally am here for it and I, and I love it and I back black women 100. I'm just waiting for the day. When I just, black women only just reason, I, only be reason like... I put that out there is because 
I like I said, I think it, it's just important that we take a look at all perspectives at all times because what one person is seeing another person isn't and that's where there's often a lot of confusion. Speaking of confusion, as we move on to our next culture caption, oh, before we get to that, this one, just for the record, is stay on code. Cause Terry Crews, oh yeah, stay on code. You gotta stay on code, bro. And what we mean by that is if you are a black person and, and you have a platform and you have an opportunity to back someone black for something that is legitimate. Yes. You black like you I'm not them. saying I'm not and you I'm, don't have to I'm, blindly follow them. But yes. just just stay out the way until the information until the dust clears. Like it yo, don't you negate don't have them. to you don't have to be like you know, rah rah! I'm your biggest cheerleader. Exactly. Absolutely not. Because none but of the women I, at the at the very least, right? Just say you know that's at the very least all you had to say was that's something that I can't touch on right exactly. now. Exactly. Because all these women rallied around you, and they didn't become your biggest cheerleaders, but they they backed you. So the least you could do, if you if you didn't even because if I, you can't back, just stay neutral. Right. And stay neutral without negating their experience. Exactly. That is the most important takeaway from stay this. on code stay black on men. code bro that's where black I'm at. men stay on fucking code especially when y'all be wanting women to do the same which segues us into the topic <laughs> of our second culture caption about miss gail and Yo, y'all know who the fuck i'm talking about miss gail i go I ahead go ahead am, okay so i must be the only one in the world on god yeah, i feel like i'm the jail, only one in the world really is out here stranded right now that has no problem <laughs> <laughs> with what happened with Gail and the Lisa Leslie interview. I am so confused by the outrage. Now, I feel now see. hold on, hold on. Cause I feel as though every single question that was asked was fair and was in bounds. One hour after Kobe Bryant's death, I have an issue with people bringing up a certain part of, of his, his legacy. Life. Absolutely. I do. Mm-hmm. One week after Kobe Bryant's death, as a public figure, mm. the entirety of your legacy mm-hmm. from start to finish mm-hmm. is on the table to me. I hear you. Now, this is the parallel to I, me. Draw, I draw from earlier. Okay, because upon first listen, right, and this is what I this is this is something else that I came up with in our our previous culture capture when I made the parallel. And we talked about this off air as I said, well, at first listen, I feel like we jumped a little bit too hard on Terry Crews because if you analyze the tip, the, cl- the clip, he never really negated her experience directly. And he never really implied that she was lying or he said he wasn't going to speak on it. And he didn't. He, if you if you listen to the clip, which we did several times, he always said, in my experience. And I always said it's his overly enthusiastic right, way right, that right. he went about saying Absolutely. that there was no racism. Right, right, Completely right. throws her point of view he said, under the once bus again, to me. And like I said, he, he said may have his said experience. that. He may have said that. Right. But... And like I said, right. at the end of the day, if you had no, like, if you, if that was your first time listening to right. either one of them, like, if that was your first time listening to that interview, right? would you think that there was any racism at all on that show? You wouldn't. I, I can't, I can't speak for it because I look, I can't speak for that only because. Anyway, back to Gail. Go oh, ahead. Only, only reason I can't speak for that is because I don't know how I'd react. That, Go ahead. that thing caught me off guard. So I had, like I said, that's why I listened to it multiple, multiple times. Um, but like I said, in regard to that, if that's your first impression, 
The first impression when Gail made this statement, I think we were too quick to jump on her. And I think that upon second listen, um, or I think on or upon second listen, there's a possibility that what she said, or rather, I think on first listen, there was a bit of a problem with what she said. And upon second listen, you go back and you, and if we're going to make the argument that what she said wasn't wrong or wasn't discrediting, discrediting his legacy, that the same can be said for Terry Crews. And I think because upon second listen, Jody brought up a very good point, which is she was doing what journalists do and she was giving Lisa Leslie mm-hmm. um, an opportunity to to speak on Kobe's character in a positive fashion. And I think if you do listen to that tape again, that J.O. is absolutely right. And like I said, if you listen to Terry Crews' tape again... Anyway. There's room there to discuss more. But anyway. Let's go into the first question. Because the first question that she asked was, is his legacy complicated to you as a woman? Right. There is a part of Kobe Bryant's legacy that that, that is smudged. There is a stain there. Absolutely. Absolutely. That to me is a valid question, especially to a woman who could have complicated feelings about it. Right. There's no one saying that you can't love Kobe Bryant Mm -hmm. and not love what happened. And that's whether you believe it or not. If you believe what happened, if you don't believe, listen, you can have complicated feelings about it. That to me is a valid question. Life like, is very yo, great. There's a lot of great no one, Yo, there is. And no one is perfect. Nope. So I think most of our quote unquote heroes or people that we look up to or people that we idolize or nobody's whatever walking has a complex history. Absolutely. Like nobody's perfect. Absolutely. So I don't understand, like, I'm I'm just trying to understand how that question is foul or how that question is painting him in a negative light. And now this is, now this is, this is the part. So this is, this is where we get into the aspect of, I'm, I'm speaking on, I'm, I guess I'd say the devil advocate side. However, I want to make this very clear. Yo, y'all was throwing death threats. Y'all got to chill the fuck out. Y'all got, yeah, we, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, y'all got to chill the fuck out. But back to me playing devil's advocate here. I think a lot of us in the wake of Kobe's death, we started to realize it's almost like you don't know how, um, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Kobe dies and it starts to really hit people. And I think we were in a space as a society where it, that, that, that hit that we took to the gut, it, we didn't, we didn't get our wind back from it yet. Like we didn't bounce back from it yet. And for us, it was like, this is a guy that ascended so high beyond that blemish in his career that we almost, it was almost as if it never happened. Not in the sense that it didn't. But uh, hold on. I'm, but, and I just want to say that a lot of people are acting like it didn't happen. And I'm just like, no, yo. That's a, that's a fair that's point. I like the, think yo, y'all if need you to look at it. some of these comments, it's like, you do realize that this is something tangible. Right. This like, did, you this realize that you can or, go back yeah. and look this up. There are records. There's a police record. Right. Like, this happened. This did happen. But, and like I, I said, Like speaking, I said, yo, fair or foul. Right. Like, everybody's saying it's foul, and I'm just like, But, like how? I said, this is this is why. I just want somebody this to is express what to me why. But this is what I was getting at, I think, for a lot of us, because we hadn't recovered from this sudden shock and this loss that, a lot of us were just upset with the timing because for you 
And I think upon second look, I could even, I could see it from your perspective. For you, a week is enough time. We should have gotten it together. But for a lot of people who are realizing how much of an impact this person made, it's 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 a waste system. And I think a lot of us were putting it on the scale and saying, okay, one instance that happened that ultimately most people perceived through the eyes of a black man messing, messing with a white woman and we know the history behind that and we understand the cultural parameters of what that means a lot of people believed he was innocent now some people say that doesn't matter in this situation because it's tangible which is valid however a large percentage of people weren't thinking like that and they took it emotionally Listen. so when they were when she asked that question a lot of people felt as though yo I'm hurting right now, and all you're talking about is the bad, or you're bringing up the bad about this guy that I'm trying to remember fondly. And that is my problem. You are hearing a part of the interview. You, cause no, did you're you absolutely hear, right. Did you hear? She, I heard Gail's the things, point, the and things Gail that said, were happening "Yeah, before." Right, Gail that she was talking. That Gail was talking about a lot more, and I will, I will, and I like, will uh, uh, back that up. So Gail okay. said there was a lot more in that interview, and that that was a clip, and I do agree. Because when she explained herself, she made valid points as well. I will give her that. Yo, at the end of the day, Gail King is a journalist. Fair. Who has to ask questions? Not all of these questions are going to be easy and comfortable. As you would call it, Donald Trump questions. Softball questions. Softball questions. Like, yo, y'all want these questions to just be softballed in there? No, yo, throw, yo, throw hard questions. And I'm, yo, and honest to God, Lisa Leslie handled herself beautifully. She, she did. She did. She did. She did very well. So Gail asked that first question. I can understand how it could be complicated for a woman to, or how women can have complex feelings about Kobe Bryant. Lisa Leslie said she didn't because that's her friend. Gail goes on to say, but would you see it? And I think that's the part where a lot of people had a problem. Because it was like, why are you egging her on? Why are you egging her on? Right. Is she egging her on? Or is she being thorough in her questioning? Because let's take a look at this, shall we? Mm-hmm. But then again, she she validated that she would see it. She validated that. And I think at that point, I think at that point it became, I think, I think because of Lisa Leslie's response, more people were like, because she backed it up, now we know you shouldn't have asked that question. Okay, because that's the fine. question came Hold from on. a place of, oh, could you bet? Would you see it? And Lisa Leslie said, "Well, I have a bunch of NBA guys that I do know that do constantly want me to put them on with a girl and are always on the prowl." And Kobe went out and wasn't on the prowl. But that's fine. That's all well and good. And again, you handled yourself beautifully. Absolutely. But how many times, in cases, mm-hmm. have we seen somebody close to? the the person who's done something wrong. Right. How many times have we seen them um, saying they couldn't believe they do it? I can't believe of course. It. I couldn't of I couldn't course. imagine. I couldn't even valid. see it. Right. Like you see it, you hear it all the time. Absolutely. In like every like every single case you hear it. This is true. So you're, you're not wrong. Again, how is that out of bounds to say you may not have seen it? Right, it's not out of bounds, but once again, like I said, this is why I say we're 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 talking about the perspective that the rest of society is having as a subjective one. And then, and I will I, I will say that the 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 perspective and the this is this is a very emotional issue. This is not a logical one because your points aren't aren't points that aren't valid. I'm not going to say these people. Right, 
people are moving on a very emotional level right now. But I, I, I think and that not using logic. They're Yikes. not. But then again, like I said, I brought again, up Terry Crews and you told and me again, all the logic in the world did not work. Did you Oh, because he just wasn't on our team. But like, you don't get but, to not. But, but, Gail, logic, but Gail wasn't on a team. Like, yo, be and on, you know, yo, and be you know team. where, but you know where that leads. again, but you know where that and leads then, with Gail. And then, and then her last question was, right. is it even fair for me to bring this up as he is no longer here? And what did Leslie say? Jesus Christ. And what did Leslie say? <laughs> I don't even remember what she said. I just feel like that is like, that is the most softballed question. Uh-huh. <laughs> of the whole interview, like right come now. On. Here's the now. Here's the come other thing. On. So let's let's get into a little bit of the, the messy stuff here. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get into a little bit of the messy stuff. And and the because messy stuff to me is people's reactions. I was gonna say the messy stuff is the fact that then everybody kind of dissected Gail, dissected her relationship with Oprah and their relationship with Weinstein. And I think the issue here was that people were upset because. And you brought up valid points in this as well, but I think this is this is the public perception. We're talking about the public. We're not talking about people that are thinking from a logical standpoint or doing critical thinking. We're talking about groupthink, which is a sociological theory that we get in a mob mentality. You get it. Anyway, what happened is people kind of said, yo, well, Gail, aren't you friends with uh, Weinstein? Don't you and Oprah hug up on him at all these social events? Where's this energy for him? And they also asked where where was this energy during Kobe's retirement, where that was an opportunity to bring this up. And from what I looked up on my own and, and did some research, uh, Kobe wasn't really that wasn't really a conversation that was being had. I think and 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 to be fair, even if we want to go on another route, remember what happened with Nate Parker? Just for a moment here we could go down memory lane. Nate Parker had a whole movie coming out. When he did Beyond the Lights or whatever that movie was, there was a chick flick. They didn't bring that up about him. But when he decided to do a film about slavery and so on and so forth, it became a conversation that never died. And Listen, like I said, all I'm saying is this common is not, trend. This common not, trend. That is not the same thing that happened to Kobe Bryant. Kobe that's Bryant how he, retired. That's how people feel. Kobe Bryant retired. Yeah. Fine. No one talked about it. But Kobe Bryant died. And once you die... I'm sorry, your legacy, whether good or bad, as a public figure, it's out there to be spoken about. I think you're right. It's I just, there. I think you're right. You're, no, people are just mad. Oh, it's the timing. It's the time. Uh, but fine, it is. It fine. is. You can say that. You can say that can be your argument. Right. But not the, not the, oh, she's trying to paint Kobe in a certain light. No. You want to know who painted Kobe Bryant in a certain light? I'll give you Kobe that. Bryant's actions painted Kobe Bryant in a certain that. light. I'll give you I'm that. I'm sorry. I will not sit and here and say that. And that's whether it's true or it's false. I will not sit here and say that, but I will say, I like I said, providing context. If that never, if what you call it never happened, would we, would we, could we sit here today and say that Kobe Bryant could be labeled as a sexual predator? Mm. If it never happened, could we say that? We, we couldn't. We don't know, actually. We don't. Because, like I said before, do we not know the cultural logistics of black men interacting with white women? I'm what I'm saying is, if that event mm -hmm. didn't happen at all, point blank, period. Emmett Till is my response to that. Just, just no, because you're going. I'm not. There. No, wait. I'm saying that it didn't happen. I'm saying there is no. There, none of this happened. So you're so what you're saying is that he just they like they never they never saw each other, never met, never met. 
Oh, but are that's we, out of his control. But that, but what I'm saying to you is, are we able to even say, yo, are we, are we able to even say, oh my God, she's trying to paint Kobe Bryant as a sexual predator. No. Of course not, but that's but, not but in that's, his control. But what I'm saying to you is, because Kobe Bryant put himself in a certain situation. By meeting her? By doing whatever happened. Right. Okay, I hear you. There can be, now, now there can be somebody that can try to paint him mm-hmm. in a certain light. So my, my, my argument, my she, question. But that's not what she was doing. Right. She's no, just no, no, asking no, no. questions. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying that I'm, and once again, I'm not going to say that Gail did that. However, I have to ask this question then because it was provided context by a beautiful clip by a woman on a show that I don't know the name of. Um, sorry, but beautiful black woman at that. But okay. So could we say the same for Emmett Till? Could we say the same? Different time. That really? That's. Is I mean, it not, I'm sorry. That, 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 the times were different in terms a, of the violence, but I mean, in terms of the time, mentality, it's, it's a completely different time. Kobe Bryant is a completely different Kobe Bryant. Right. The, not the man. Right. The the the, the, myth, NBA, the legend. Yeah. Is a completely different animal than. And it's not animal in the sense of he's an animal. Right. Be, I, we, be we clear. Yeah, really be I'm not clear. calling a black man an animal Thank you. or we don't anything do that like here. that. We no. don't do that here. Nor, nor do we saying, do that with black women either. Just for the record. I'm saying that his persona, his larger than life. Right. No. It's, it's, mm. that's different to me. Mm. I'm sorry. I could, I could acknowledge that. But, but I, I do acknowledge. But I just, I'm, I'm bringing up the part about it being out of. How the same way that interaction was out of Emmett Till's control in terms of he did not he did not say today I'm gonna go out and be around white women. Kobe Bryant did not say I'm gonna go out and be around a white woman. He didn't. Let's be so wait, let's he be didn't clear. choose to put him he didn't let's be clear. He didn't choose hold to on, put hold on. I read the article. I read the article. Did she or did she not stay late to meet Kobe Bryant? She who, did. Did he who or, listed who, who listed himself under a different name? Did he or did he not? invite her to his room yes he did that that's in the police report right but so is the fact that she said she was staying to meet him if she my point is my point is their initial interaction was due to her wanting to meet him that's all i'm saying but that which was out of his control that could have been it which was in his control also fair also fair you're very that's fair very fair very fair i'm sorry i'm not gonna say you're wrong at the end of the day Gail was being a reporter and doing her reporting thing. The yeah. backlash to me is completely unnecessary. Everybody want to be a girl dad and then turn around and dog out a black woman. But see, yikes. Yeah, but yikes now to this all is, of you. I, I say this. I say that I think if this was any person, because this was Kobe Bryant, the man, the myth, the legend, as you've already stated, I think if anybody asked the question that came gross. out of Gail's mouth, it would have been a target on their back. If Mark Lamont Hill asked those questions, he would have been every type of coon in the book. Oh, and speaking of, like, I just want it noted, excuse me, that his his mentions on Mm -hmm. Twitter were in shambles because he simply said that we could criticize Gail without calling her this, that, and a third. Oh, of course. And I think oh. I think whoever did that, whoever oh my thought God. to People... send death threats, whoever thought to get out of control, you guys, like I said before, you guys need to fucking chill. That, was, like this, that wasn't called for. Like, now, this reaction is way too much. And I don't think she should have, I damn sure don't think she should have apologized. I'm disappointed that she did apologize. Because 
again, these questions are fair. They're in bounds. They're in And bounds. you're doing your job. As a journalist, which, by the way, journalism, as we discussed off air, I agree, is a lost art. A lot of us are caught up in the very much the clickbait, the I'm a blogger, I'm a fake journalist, so we don't know what it really looks like. That is a very, very fair point, and I stand on that because, Jesus, y'all think y'all are fucking journalists these days, and it's out of control. Shout out to all of the people out of the uh, School of Global Journalism at Morgan State because y'all are really holding it down. I would um, just like to say that I hope you guys keep the same energy. That she's painting someone in a certain light, or right. whoever, whatever reporter, right? When it's someone that you don't like, I they're painting them in a certain way. That questions are too invasive. It's tasteless and it's classless. Keep that same energy. I That's will give I a close, I will give a closing remark in response to that, and this is where I leave it. Her and Oprah did Good Morning America, talked about Russell Simmons because Russell Simmons documentary that Oprah was on, yada yada yada, but. Where is, because like I said, Oprah came on there and did the whole conversation, but there was a bunch of Harvey Weinstein in the news and they covered it, but there was, there was there the same, so, was the so, same energy for Harvey, so who this, is a friend and this is, or and, a acquaintance of and Gail and And this is how Oprah. I paint this, okay? This is exactly how I'm going to say this. When our, that R. Kelly thing was happening, right? Mm-hmm. Previous, prior to her interview with R. Kelly. Right. What was she saying about him prior to her actual interview? I think what she was saying is that she was updating us on the information. I think she like, was updating I, us on what was happening, how the trial was moving, so on and so forth. I, I don't remember Gail saying a thing about R. Kelly prior to her interview with him. I, I believe she did. So, I, I don't think she said anything in terms like, of... Like I said, I don't look, think, it up, look it up while I talk. Yeah, Go I ahead. don't think she said so anything I'm just subjective. Gonna put, I think she again, just was reporting. So I'm going to put this on... So this is this is my point on this. Prior to her interview with R. Kelly, Gail, to me, because I don't remember seeing anything, said nothing about R. Kelly. Gail, prior to her interview with Lisa Leslie, I don't believe she said anything negative about Kobe Bryant. Maybe just updating on, you know, what happened, maybe giving her condolences. So, with that being the track record, why would she say anything about Harvey? And I'm not saying that she won't. I don't know. All I and this is in no way a defense of Harvey Weinstein. He's gross, he's disgusting, he deserves to be put underneath the jail. All I'm saying is track record. If she hasn't, if she didn't say anything before R. Kelly, if she didn't say anything before um, um, Kobe, if she didn't say anything before Russell, why would you expect her to say anything before Harvey? And this like, is like that's what y'all want, and I'm just like, but that's not the record. Like right. that hasn't been what she's done. Apparently, okay, that's so. Fair. I I like I said, make I it make sense. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find anything directly. So and again, Harvey needs to be put underneath the fucking he, jail. He does need to be put under the fucking jail. Um, I think in closing remarks, the only issue with all of that is that this is someone that she has not denounced as a friend. I'll leave it there. Yikes! You could say yikes, but we yikes. talked about this off air about how how again. hold on. We talked about this off air about how Snoop Dogg and Jay Z. Uh, were once looking up to Trump and they've since denounced him since his run for presidency and his behavior in the office and his statements prior. 
since Harvey Weinstein has come out, has Oprah or Gail denounced their? Oh, I don't know. Again, look it up. But what my thing is that that that's something we would have seen. All I'm saying but, is look it up. But again, we'll, we'll, yo, it's trash that y'all um did what y'all did to Gail. I agree. She shouldn't have apologized. The questions were fair and in, and imbalanced. They were fair. And um, yeah, phony, hypocrite, hypocritical. I'm kind of just really disgusted. Well, we are going to go ahead and move on to our main topic, which is um, yeah, man, and we gonna put park our foot in y'all ass today because this this uh uh-uh, uh I'm I'm tired. Unplanned y'all. pregnancies should, yeah. shouldn't really they be really thing. shouldn't <laughs> they really the the percentage like it should be the percentage of them that happen y'all should be fucking disgusted with yourselves y'all some nasty ass people just nasty really really you don't think that's just a little too much. No, I'm going hard today. I'm tired. I'm T-I-D-E, tired. Tired. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Drea. Go ahead, because I'm tired. Well, I mean, I would just like to first get into exactly what unplanned pregnancy is. Go ahead. I mean, you should know. I mean, read the definition, because clearly they don't. Read the definition. Go ahead. Get in them. Get in them one time. It's unintended, unwanted, and mistimed pregnancy. Sound sound familiar yet, or y'all still lost? I'm coming with all the heat today. What are what do you feel are some of the reasons why unplanned pregnancy actually? Now, before happens? I put my foot firmly on y'all necks, I am going to give y'all some outs. One, education system on planned pregnancy and sexual sex ed period is trash in America. We are allowed to smoke cigarettes and do a bunch of other stuff and we still be walking around not knowing anything about sex. So I so would, you would say lack of education. I would say lack of education. That is what definitely, about what in your experience? Uh, my experience is we learned more about what the organs do, but not about how they can be affected. What can what can harm them? Did you have a sex ed class? Um, we had because not remember, in high school. I'll say that I was it wasn't like, when in high I was school. In, when I was in high school, I didn't have a sex ed yeah, class. No, I'm get, throwing up quotation marks. I had. A health class, right? We and, had, but my health teacher was pretty like she was like, "Fuck this, y'all gonna learn something." You got you got a blessing in disguise because I well one I went to Shout out a to religious Smith. school, so there was a difference there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a lot of restrictions on that because I went to a religious high school. But um, nonetheless, my health education came in a grade school, which was cool because they wanted to get us involved. But like I said, there wasn't an in depth discussion. It was the basics. Yeah, so it was mo- it was mostly health, but not really. Geared towards sex. Exactly. Did you have the talk with your parents? Oh, my mama laid that joint out kind of flat. She, I did not have. She, she kind of came at me with the heat, and I was like, I was a little like, whoa. I, I'm that's why I'm super no baby man now. Like you can't. There's no excuse. There's I no excuse did now not my mama. have the sex talk with either one of my parents, and I can just say thank God. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> oh, but y'all nasty anyway. We're going to get into y'all shit in a minute. Y'all nasty. Like, maybe I'm just nasty, but whatever. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's all of y'all. Y'all nasty. That's not We're gonna true. We're going to get in there on that. So I can just say from my own experience that sex education wasn't something that was high on the list for, right. Right. for me in right. my own experience. Um, it wasn't really something that was super taught to me, like, you know, something that was expressed at home and talked about in the home. Um, I'm going to go with due to religious reasons. That's also a part of it too. America still trying to put religion in the schools um, and just ruining that. Oh, it also wasn't in school for me. Cultural. 
Okay, what do you mean? That was the other one. I'm sorry. I, I just thought about my other one. Culturally, we've got to do a better job of making condom sex normal and normalizing it. And I and I, and I also saw, I, I want to just touch on this. When I say this, I'm not saying that I'm waiting on the rest of you to get it before I do it because I ain't waiting on none of y'all. I ain't having no kids because y'all want to act like a jackass and it's not cool for y'all. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is we need to normalize it because a lot of y'all are having kids and y'all be trying to make it seem like y'all happy because y'all want us to believe y'all happy because y'all don't want to admit you made a mistake. And I think we need to stop that. The conversation needs to shift to there is postpartum depression. There is regret. There is resentment from parents, both mother and father. There is a lot that y'all don't want to talk about and you need to because everybody that's making these mistakes continues to make them because we're not having that discussion. So... In terms of yeah. cultural, I would also like to point out that there is this myth out there. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, here y'all go with no, the myth. legit. There is this. There is a, and it is a myth a that lesbians myth. are less likely to. Oh yeah, to catch to catch, to catch anything. anything. This is a sidebar. From That's a, that is a sidebar parenthood. in terms of just you know sex education. Right. Sex, this yeah. is just sex education. They, yo, not, go watch the young MA interview. I'm gonna just leave it at that because. That joint made J.O. question her whole sex life. She had cold sweats. She was out here shook. I was a little shook. She was a little shook. She was like, why do I put my mouth on whoa, so much? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, you know, hey. Whoa. Hey, hey. Whoa. I know we was getting you that cannot, spot. You, could, you are not parking in my spot tonight. <laughs> anyway, back to pregnancy. She said, wait a minute. I'm going to have a hose listen. You can't tell them what I'll be doing. And I do believe that there are myths out there, um, even for, you know, straight couples. Like, Absolutely. you know, just pull out. <laughs> like, oh, my, oh my God. God. Do you want to get into that one? Go ahead. Read the oh statistic for that. Read the no, statistic no, no, no. for that. I, Please. I want to continue. Get into these numbers. Hold on. I, I want to it. continue to go into some some reasons why. Okay. I think um, convenience is a huge reason. Oh, yeah. Um, as, as to why it happens? Why, oh, why wait. I'm no. Saying? Before we get to convenience, okay. let's get to... Lack of access to health care. Yes. Because so, I think that's a major reason. I'm going to pick my foot up off your necks one more time. I am very aware that the socioeconomic means, or rather the lack thereof, in certain deprived communities is also why we are in the situations we are in. And I am fully aware of that. But that is why I double down on us having to be a little more accountable because yeah, there may not be resources, but word of mouth seems to work for every other goddamn thing from Jordans to the newest cell phone to the newest trends. Y'all can meme any other motherfucking thing. So meme a goddamn condom. Are I'm people just, saying. just like also. OK, so, yes, lack of a uh, lack of health care and, you know, whatever your socioeconomical right. standing is. Absolutely. I think that is a major part of why. There are so many unplanned pregnancies, unfortunately. And how, what's what's the statistic? Do you want me to read it off, or do you want me for which one? Oh, just how many happen? Oh, how, how it was the percentage? yikes. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Let's get into let's that. Let's get into that number real quick, cause y'all so, about to, y'all about to catch all this heat. My foot is back on your neck. The percentage of unplanned pregnancies is lay it down flat. It's fifty percent. God damn, y'all stupid. Y'all stupid. Oh How's it feel God. to be that damn stupid? I couldn't believe. I did not think that number was gonna be that high. I knew it was high. I was expecting nothing less. Like, I really thought I was, it was going to be, like, 25%. No, no. Because, like I said, <laughs> like, between between cultural, between us making, because we, like, 
lack yo, of knowledge. Yo, Twitter, y'all of- are wild, B. Like, I, 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 I scroll through Twitter to just see different perspectives. Like I said, I, clearly you can see I'm a fan of seeing other people's perspectives. Y'all wild, bro. Y'all really romanticize and fetishize just going raw and being risky. Like like Eddie Murphy said in Delirious, y'all like throwing y'all shit on the crap table and just, just saying, fuck it. Like, y'all really like just going for it and saying, well, if I start a human life, fuck it. It's cool. Like, um, one of our, one of our listeners, um, wrote in and said, um, some other reasons would be convenience. Absolutely. Laziness. Oh God. Impulse control. Yeah. Selfishness, which would be just to feel. Yeah. That's the one. So it feels better. That's the one. Um, yeah, those were the ones that she had listed. Shout out to Damali. Thank you. Um, for your input. Um, so yeah, that last one. Let's about get selfishness. into. Let's Y'all get into selfish. convenience. So, I don't need to use condoms. <laughs> she be out here just, just <laughs> young I, and man. I personally up. don't You're need nasty. to use condoms. You nasty. But how much are they? Are they expensive? Okay. I honestly don't. So I'm gonna be real with you. Most of the packs that come with like 24 or whatever, you looking at maybe 20 some dollars. You right? can get a pack of 24 condoms for $20? Like it's 20 or like That feels cheap to me. It's like 20 or 30. I, I forget. The, the box I got sitting here. Yes, I got a pair. So it's No, like, I'm sorry, not 24 of 12. Oh, okay. Of 12, I think it's like 20. Okay. And it's a nice little pack. So here's the convenience versus the cost. Right. <laughs> like, but but I'm saying y'all got $20 to go to the bar. Y'all got twenty about do you? Y'all, y'all do because y'all know y'all spend more than twenty. Well, here we go. Well, well, I would rather spend priorities. My twenty. Well, not me personally, because nope. If I was a if I was a guy, wrapping this up. Hello, hello, all the way. And hold on, just for the record, even though I said I'm firmly planting foots on necks, I'm not coming from a condescending place. I'm a human. I we've all been there. But I'm just saying, in my acquisition of this knowledge. I feel like a lot of y'all acquired this knowledge before me and still chose to be a little wild. So, like, once I started learning things, I changed my behavior. A lot of y'all learned and then said, fuck knowledge. I'm going to just go on being stupid. So, yeah, that's why I'm on your neck a little bit. But, yes, back to what you were saying. You'd wrap it up. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, I would just like to talk about the selfishness of it all. Wow. The, um... I thought I was coming with the heat. Because the feel... And I was just so blown away by a certain response that I got <laughs> from a certain someone, and he knows who he is. Oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> like, damn. Oh, damn. She's getting at you, bro. My guy said that it's impossible to have sex protected. Like, with a condom? Yes. What what was the logic and reason behind that stupidity? It's uh, it's and he was just like, "Yo, the feel." Like That's it. Yeah. That's and me? I'm just like, "Well, you know, I understand that you want to feel good, but what about the consequences of feeling good?" Because the consequences of feeling good could be STI. A whole entire human being and a whole entire human being that you are not ready for. At all. And. At all. Period. Dare I say, don't even want. 
<laughs> y- no, y'all d- like there ain't no dare. Y'all don't want them. Half of y'all do. Look, these unplanned pregnancies are. They, they, y'all don't want these kids. Stop it. Stop it. And it's not. And I'm not saying that to say that you should. You should uh, hate your child or that your child isn't a blessing, but. Let's be real. Like I said, the conversation, the cultural conversations that we don't have about that aspect of an unplanned pregnancy are why it's 50% of y'all that are still wilding. And that 43% end in abortion. Thank you. Now that's the, that's that's the wild thing. Number. I'm surprised at that. 43% of the, of the 50%. That's... Because I thought more of y'all was popping them out, but clearly... Yikes. Yikes. Because it feels like... It feels like y'all popping them right the fuck out. Because to me, all that said... All the all of that... All that says to me is that... It's not really... Um, a lack of access to healthcare. It sounds more like selfishness and impulse control. Exactly. It sounds... Because if you guys... If 43% of you are getting to clinics, that means that... There's really only about 7% of you that are having some type of extra difficulty. Mm. And within that 7%, that may be some of you are just choosing to keep it not not even a case of access to the resources. Which means, when I, God, I, we're not putting this on the woman. Right. It's not but just the women if, because, brothers, wrap you, it the hell up. Like, but if you do have access to a clinic, that usually means that you have access, access to, to condoms. Some type of preventative measure. Look. And see, now, this is the part that I, I we, we did our Googles, because like I said, foots are on next today. So I'm going to go ahead and read off some options, because everybody, before we even, yeah. But Let's start with our most noted option. The of... most noted one is male condom, right? Now, I got, I, we did a questionnaire, we're going to get into the comments later, but I, I one of them was just that, you know, what are the different, oh, what if I'm allergic? Okay, so there's latex, plastic, or lambskin. You got some options. Then you also have. Hold on. What is the effectiveness of a condom? Oh, the effectiveness of a random condom, regular condom, is about, what, 98%? Yep, 98%. And also, there are condoms with spermicide in it. Hello, now let me read what spermicide does. It kills sperm. Real simple. You do sound condescending. I just I'm, want you to know that. I, I'm like, sorry. Like, you don't sound sympathetic to, I'm not, to the I, plight, Let me make bro. this clear. I'm not, I'm not condescending. I'm upset. Yo. And I'm upset because, <laughs> okay, I got to share a little bit, right? My parents waited 11 years to have me. And they were consistently having sex, doing whatever, you know, whatever their business was. They managed through all of that to say, we are going to plan this out. Now, my parents aren't anything special. They're not, you know, the perfect people in the world my parents are normal human beings how did they manage to do it but, but they were 50 percent of y'all can't do it they were also adults again hold on because one of the reasons is impulse control and selfishness i want to be clear my mama was fairly young when she met my pops okay but, fairly young like 20s young like yes, around the age where you do teenage young fair I see your point. I see your point. Fair. Very fair. That's true. Like, it's... Oh, my God. I couldn't believe my... I couldn't believe someone told me that they had sex when they had sex. It was like... Very young. 14? What are you doing? 
thing. That's not right on time. I ain't even gonna hold you. I'm sorry. Yikes. There's a lot going on out there. That's why. That's that's but, but, but scary this is, as hell to it, me. It's scary, but this is why this is why sex ed it needs to be taught because this is and then like and you conversations said, at home exactly need to be had. conversations at home you can't need to be, be afraid had. to talk to your kids about thank you you can't Sorry. and stop thinking side note stop thinking you're encouraging your kids to have sex by introducing them to safe sex practices that is a problem that's another cultural issue as to why kids are out here getting pregnant and they don't know what to do because y'all are not y'all are not normalizing and making this more common to have these discussions so everybody's too scared and we end up with people having difficult lives because we didn't want to have a conversation that made us insecure or us feel some type of way as an older person anyway back to our methods of prevention so yeah we have the spermicide we have textured condoms these include uh the rib study you know all that all that cool stuff these are just the different types of condoms i have a list of here so basically y'all ain't got no excuse to go get a condom okay you also you also had the female condom right absolutely go ahead the female condom which, which works uh it's yikes because it was created by a man it was created but, by a man but it works 82 percent of the time and that's if it's not used um, properly. That's that's if it's not used properly. Check this out. It goes up to ninety five percent if you know what you're doing. Hmm. So I mean, I don't get it. I I just and to keep and keep in mind for those that use regular male condoms incorrectly, the percentage only goes down to about eighty five percent. So either way, using these preventative measures, y'all shouldn't. It still just shouldn't be happening fifty percent of the time. Hmm. It just shouldn't. Um, what else do we have? Oh, I had vasectomy, which, yeah, uh, younger at a younger age is it's very unlikely, it's not gonna happen. However, (laughs) yeah, when y'all get up there in age, come on now, right? Come on, because I'm listen, it's not just young people that have unprotected, I mean, unplanned parency, parents, I mean, planned pregnancies. Thank you. There are older, older folks that have all the insurance, all the education, know exactly what it is that still... Still mess up. Yes. So vasectomy is an option. Um, and it's a reversible procedure, guys. Yeah. It's not permanent. Yeah, it's not. So um, relax, breathe. And the chances of getting pregnant is less than 1%. Now, let's get into this other the, the percentage of... When you're having unprotected sex and you want to get in that one? No, let's continue. IUD, the IUD oh, for females. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The IUD, what's that one? What's that percentage? It's more than 99% effective. So what are y'all doing again? I mean, now granted, I have heard <laughs> that it is a little, un- it is a but little again, uncomfortable. But again, and access to. Right, right, and access to healthcare. So I get you, I'm not, you know what I'm but saying? But we have condoms. But we, and but, the, but the two that work and are readily available condoms of both female and male mm-hmm. and y'all just not buying them we also have birth control pills and for those more than 99 percent effective but let's be real we'll give them their argument i, I yes access we, access and what else that weight limit no not for birth control what is that one for morning after you're right okay I would just like to say that the pullout method. Oh God! Here y'all go being with this BS here. The pullout method. You are eighteen to twenty 
18 to 28% likely to get pregnant. Now that's not a large number, but it's a lot more than 1%. Thank you. <laughs> so Thank you. No, but hold on, hold on because here's the thing. That's y'all using the method, right? Oh yes, that's but the you consi- using the method 100% correctly. correctly. Right. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. So that number Y'all don't be that consistent cuz y'all ain't consistent in life. None of us are. So what are the stats for if you have unprotected sex with someone over the course of what, 3 months? Um, hold on one second. The withdrawal method shoots up to, I believe, what is that? 38%. (laughs) Right. It shoots up because it's not perfect. Right. You're not perfect. So So, after, uh, so how many months is, does it go up? Oh, um. Because I believe it was after three months it goes up. One second. Let me. Because y'all going to flip when y'all hear this. Because some of y'all definitely don't even realize y'all be raw dogging people for <laughs> over a year and just be thinking it's copacetic but watch these numbers so uh if you're if you're having sex raw <laughs> uh-huh. unprotected mm-hmm. there is a 38 percent chance that you will get pregnant after one month after one month go ahead There's get him 68 percent chance Damn. that you will get pregnant after three months 68 that's almost 70 percent. come on now 81 percent uh-huh. chance uh after six months right and 92% chance over the course of a year. Yeah. If it's a year. If you Yo. hit the one year mark. Yo. And once again, like, I'm going to reiterate this because I know some people might think I'm trying to be condescending. I'm not. I am human. I understand. I've been there. I had a lack of education. When I learned things, I changed my behavior. What I'm saying to you all is that there. once we learn this information, there are, there is no reason to have this many excuses. I, I remember I posed this question on Twitter a long time ago before I even thought about the podcast, before we even thought about doing anything. And there were so many, well, well it, it, I, I, all these if, ands, and buts that really just didn't add up. There's no excuse, guys. There's no excuse other than selfishness and socioeconomic status. And most of y'all can spend money at a bar, so that don't even count. If you can spend money at a bar and go out late and get drinks that you know are overpriced and most likely watered down because you're going to complain about them, that's why you most of the time have to pregame, um, I'm pretty sure you can buy a three-pack of condoms, which is way less than the 12-pack, which is 20. So either way, there's no excuse. So, you know, let's say that you have sex unprotected and... You know, he ejaculates in you. You have the morning after pill. Boom. Which most people, I believe, do not know that there is a 176-pound weight limit. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. So if you take one pill, you are over 176 pounds, and you don't know that there's a weight limit, You can. there's a very good, like, you still have the chance of getting pregnant. Here's us putting you on game, free game. If you are over 176 pounds, is that it? Yes. It says take... Uh, take how many? Take two? Yes. That's the, You just got some free game. Take two pills if you are over 176 pounds. Free game. I found this pill. out two weeks ago. <laughs> I, yo, same. Like I said, <laughs> I found none this of us, out two weeks ago on a podcast. <laughs> I am not being condescending. I just found that out myself. I am giving y'all more information as I learn it. This, Like I said, I'm not condescending. I'm not trying to speak from a holy and perspective. I'm just, I'm just angry a little bit at y'all. 
I was shocked to find that out. Okay. I and it was just like from a podcast of all places. Like again, not my health teacher, not right. someone at school, not right. a parent, not you know some sex ed. Like no class. Nope. A podcast, podcast. and the podcast learned, and the podcaster learned that from a TV show. (laughs) It was like mind blowing, mind blowing, mind blowing, crazy, crazy. So we could go ahead, and we're gonna finally get into some questions here, Um, because I I posed the poll, and this is this is the crazier part. So I posed the poll, and I said, "Is unplanned pregnancy easy to prevent?" Eighty three percent of the people that answered this poll said yes. Mm. 17% said no. So I went and I said, give us, you know, give me a reason why or why not if you say yes or no. So you could, you know, back up what you're saying. Really quick, my poll was 92%, 8%. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So y'all really, y'all know what y'all doing. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. But so we got into it and I checked with some of the responses some people said yes, but there are things um, to consider, like what if someone is allergic to latex or lambskin, and that's why I quoted the different methods. There are other condoms available. There are plastic condoms available. There are options. There, there are, I'm sure, and, and then of course the spermicide. That's why we brought this stuff up. Um, another person said, because there are many forms of birth control and condoms are 99% effective, meaning they believe this is why they said yes. They said yes because condoms are about 99% effective. To be accurate, they're 98%. But still, so that person said yes, these are easy to prevent. And, you know, here we are. Here we are. I got Ash that said yes. Easy to prevent altogether with regular combos with your doctor. Now, she's talking in terms if you have, you know, if you're able to, if you have access to healthcare. Right. Um... There are so many different types of birth control, so many different types of condoms. She said, but the truth is, people are out having risky ass sex every day. So it's just risky. Risky. And I have, so I have somebody, I have someone that voted no. And they said, you enjoying him and he enjoying you. It's hard and it's the last thing on your mind when you're in the moment. Selfish? Selfish. That sounds, that sounds like selfish and impulse control, Yo, laziness and, and convenience and all together. You know who you are. I I know. I Stop know. calling people out. Let them live. No, I'm letting her. I'm, I'm letting them live. I'm just saying, I. you know, I don't think you're a selfish person, but this is a moment to evaluate. That's all I'm saying. Word to you, because we're always talking positivity to each other. This is a word to you. Get, get that impulse control under control. Yeah, get it be- under control. It's a little... Get it under control. Because you don't want no child before you're ready. Period. Uh, Let me see. Oh, yeah. Another person that said yes said, of course there are exceptions, but the vast majority can be prevented by condoms and birth control. Now, this particular person is studying to be a doctor. So I take what she says (laughs) with more than a grain of salt. Shout out to the future MD. She know who she be. Um, yeah. So what are we doing here, guys? 50%. We got to do better. We got to do better. I mean, I would honestly love to see that number come down because... Yo, really? 
That's in followed 50%. by forty three percent are having abortions, which is a very traumatizing experience for women. Or can be doesn't necessarily have, have to, be, to be, but, but it, it can, can be. be. And and it also depends. Side note, sidebar. I also want to make this clear as well. Not every unwanted pregnancy results or has to result in a traumatizing abortion because there are also methods where if the morning after pill doesn't work, you can go to the clinic if you have access to one and they can give you something that'll help you pass the pregnancy without being in pain. That is an alternative method that I don't think is talked about either. Most people think an abortion is them going inside of you and having to do things that are uncomfortable. There are other methods to stop pregnancy before it gets to that space. So that's just something else to think about for those who are unaware of these options. But yeah, we got to do better. So the inconvenient truth for you? Y'all are selfish, dog. Like, yo, y'all selfish, B. That's really where I'm at with it. Like, and like I said, I get it. I've been there. I, all I said, is, all I'm saying is I've grown. I've learned things and I'm changing. I'm not perfect. But yo, we can't be this selfish because you're putting your night of bliss and fun or whatever that is over having to possibly create a human life that you're now responsible for for the rest of your life mm-hmm. well, like someone that you probably don't even like somebody <laughs> yo real talk especially when they may carry traits from someone that you don't know well enough to like because you know the one night stands y'all know how it go i'm just hey let's be real and what's your what's oh, your my inconvenient, inconvenient truth? truth is that I truly believe that the number doesn't have to be that high. Mm. Um, I believe that we, I mean, even if it starts with us, our generation, right. that we need to have these talks with our children, so yes. they are aware. Very, very true. Um, like we can no longer just continue to blame lack of education like we have to be the ones to break educate. the cycle Break um, it. I can't get with the selfishness and the input but I was just way too scared but again <laughs> like, you were shook you were oh, shook, I was shook. scared as hell like I can't come home with no no child <laughs> oh I just wanted to point this out I also noted this this is just a sidebar I we're, we're at the end now and I just wanted to point out as well I've noticed that there were people that when I did this poll, some women refrained from answering because they were worried or they thought that this was a conversation where we were going to be blaming women. And to be clear, oh, absolutely not. This no. entire discussion is falls on the shoulders of both men and women. This is not women, yeah. y'all keep having these babies. No, fellas, wrap it up. I saw a lot of projections. Fellas, y'all keep having these babies. Right. Fellas, wrap it up. Ladies, tell him to wrap it up. It's that simple. We need to like hold each other accountable. You know what I mean? Everybody needs to do their part. And I just say that because I noticed there was a lot of projecting of, you know, every time I hear this conversation, men always blame women. And that's I, I, that perspective is because we often... We, we well, that often, perspective is because that often happens. It, exactly, because we often wait until it's to the point where it's her decision to want to... To want to have a say so. And I think we should be doing more 50-50 work before we get to that point. So we don't get to that point. There should be, oh, I'm I'm not trying to have a baby. You're not trying to have a baby. Let's do the things that we need to do. Okay. 
You feel me? Yeah. Okay. Can I continue with my... <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. I appreciate it. All, all spirited. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm running so, on fumes, by the way. what was I saying? Yes. Um, the, the education needs to happen. And if that means it happens in the home, then it, that happens in the home. Preach. Um, I definitely think we should definitely make condoms a thing. Like, in it's, high school. It's okay. In high school. <laughs> like, it's okay to put it on. It's okay. You have different types. Like, again, but that goes back to education. Right. And I, yeah, my, my inconvenient truth is that that number should not be, it just sh- should not be that high. It should. It should and not be that high. that makes me very, very nervous. It makes me very uneasy. So, very uneasy. you know, let's, let's just try to do it better for, let's just try to do better for, you know, the next generation and generation to follow. Absolutely. We we have like I said before break the cycle, so we have to do better. With that being said, that is our um, episode. You can follow me at Cal Austin Music, and that's C A L A L S T O N Music, all one word, on all platforms. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and you can follow J O where. I honestly don't know my handles, but Lord. first I would like to say Not the please one. like. Not today. <laughs> That's it, right? <laughs> hold oh on, God, hold on. Help her. But um, in all honesty, please um, like, share, subscribe Absolutely. to our podcast. Thank you. On all the platforms that it's available on, Thank which you. will be in links in bios. Absolutely. Um, right now, <laughs> definitely on, on Spotify. We're working to get on all the others. Um, so please stay tuned. So <laughs> my Instagram is not today, not the one. There we go. She and my Twitter it. is not the one, not today, which I'm working on changing. I'm going to change my IG. She's assimilating a little bit. I hate social media, but (laughs) But here we are. She be on there all the time, though. Arguing with people. Arguing with everybody. But anyway, thank you for listening, um, and we'll see you uh, next episode. Peace. Peace.